Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song in a Chat with your host Pete Pascoe. That'll be me. Alright, today we're going to lead a song called Halfway There. Lead us somewhere, halfway there perhaps. Um, yeah, if it's your first time here, thanks so much for dropping by. This is the podcast where I'm going to endeavour to put you in the shoes of how it feels to be a songwriter. Alright. <laughs> there we go. Another episode. What are we up to? 158, I think. And it has been a real joy. Great fun recording these uh, episodes each week. And uh, it is great fun because I just, yeah, it's just wonderful to have an audience around the world, people tuning in each week to have a listen and check out some more new music. Um, it takes an effort, doesn't it? You know, listening to new music. We've all got our favorite albums. And yeah, so they go. It, it's an investment in your time. Um, it's an investment in my time when I listen to someone's new music and that sort of thing. So I really appreciate the fact that you're dropping by and giving it a go. As I say, if it's your first time, welcome along. So today's song, Halfway Here. Halfway There, Halfway Here, Halfway There. Right. <laughs> trying to read my writing. Song 249. Apparently. And uh, I'm living in Melbourne, in Australia, where the song happened, where, where, where I wrote it, was in a place called Kuratau in New Zealand, at the southern end of Lake Taupo. And i got to tell you, it is probably one of the most peaceful spots in the world. And um, fellow songwriter and, and a really great mate, uh, Mr. Paul Dredge, was with me and uh, what happened was we, we took off out of town. A town at that stage had been Palmerston, North New Zealand, for some time. We'd been working five nights a week in a piano bar for about, I don't know, what was it, about three years, I think. And um, we'd given it Watto. It had been great, really had been great. But we just had the feeling, you know, you got to get, get out at some point. And uh, we sort of set ourselves this idea of getting a van and... Um, getting out of town and had this idea of going and staying at Kuratau and uh, stayed in my father's house with the second wife and uh, there was a basement downstairs we could use which was just brilliant they said yeah sure that'd be great and uh, anyway we didn't have a van it was about a week before we were due to go had a little mini clubman <laughs> as good as that mini clubman was it wasn't going to get us on the road with our big amplifiers and the piano and uh, guitars and bass and all that sort of thing and a bit of gear, so a bit of fishing gear, that was the main thing. <laughs> anyway, we met this chap and he had an old L300 Mitzi and the Mitsubishi smoked like Billy O, but he said, it's a runner. Tell you what, you know, give us your car and the grand, it's yours. We went, yep, done. <laughs> and off we went. Off that sense of adventure. And um, I see it's the first song that I wrote when we got to Kuratau. So here we go, sitting back. Um, the peacefulness, there's billbirds. And the bush. And then there's the, the, the where the river runs into the lake. This constant, just beautiful, soft, soft sound of the waters melting together. The calmest evenings. It was warm. It was uh, early, early um, autumn, late summer. All right, come and join us. Here we go. 
This is a song I wrote. Without further ado, this one's called Halfway There. Rolling. Pre-effective life Loving every minute And when you run into strife It's when you know you're in it So we'll just sit back And what will happen And we'll try a new tag Not so much worrying Wondering For if you choose to follow We'll be as happy as can be Anyway it feels like You're halfway Just singing and playing that song just now was uh, such a nice feeling. Um, that's one of the things I want to tell you about how it feels to be a songwriter. It feels nice. And you have the, the pleasure of playing these songs again and again. And when you do, I can tell you, it's just like, I was going to say a photograph album, but more than that, it's like a you open a whole lot of videos in your mind. Vivid, vivid memories came through. Um when I was singing that and uh, 
Ah, I enjoyed that. I can't tell you the last time I, I sang that, I don't know, years ago, Jim. <laughs> Must have been getting the book here. Um, oh, we're going to look at the lyrics. Something's fallen out. One of the pages, hang on. Oh, hey, what fell out? Well, any good? Maybe Sunday. Maybe that might be a good one to do. Gee, I'd forgotten about that song. When was that? 97, 93. September 93. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe that's something for next time. Let's just keep that in mind. See where it takes us. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to, let's get back to the program. Halfway there. I'd like to look at the lyrics. That's what I'd like to do first. I see it was written Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, yeah. February or something in uh, 1993. Yeah. Song number 249. A free, effective life. Loving every minute. And when you run into strife, that's no, that's when you know you're in it. Um, I love writing lyrics. Uh, let me make that clear. I've written a fair stack in my life and they still keep coming. <laughs> it's um, something I really enjoy doing. I just love letting with pen have it take its own life. Or have it take, its own, take its own path, I guess, and have a life of its own and just sort of see where it takes us. And just starting start out with a bit of rhyming, yeah. Loving every minute. You know you're in it. Effective life. Run into strife. So straight up, there is two things going on. There is the whole being free, creative, yeah, man sort of thing. And then there's the other side of it. You're going with... Your, your logical part of your brain, things that you know work, you know, um, rhyming bits and pieces like that. So you're, you're almost walking two paths straight away. And I think that's right when you're composing as well. Hmm. Keep that in mind. It's when you know you're in it. Hello, something's up, bit of strife. So we'll just sit back. Hmm. We'll let what will happen, happen. We'll try a new tack. Not so much worrying and wondering just worrying and wondering well there, there was a a certain uh, interest in my life i i i just thought there there was a uh, a lady that i thought um, might have fitted right in with paul and i with the, with the, the music and um yeah that's what i was thinking at the time so i wrote this song with her in mind for if you choose to follow us choose to follow us we'll be as happy as can be anyway feels like you're halfway there and so, you know, this was sort of maybe wishful thinking. Maybe it was that sort of thing. And, you know, why not put it into a song, put your, put your, um, your feelings into a song. I think that's a great thing to do. It gets it off your shoulders and it turns, in, it turns it into something new. It was, I think it was just a nice tune wandering there, all whistling going on there. Why not? You know, just a, that feeling about it. Ah, let, let it all go and see where it takes us, yeah? We're living out our dreams and following the sun on adventure now, it seems. Sure has begun. Sure had, wondering what the heck we'd done. <laughs> left left the gainful employment of five nights a week in the piano bar and wide open. The future was wide open, Jim. Yeah. So we'll take the bull by the horns. We'll unlock the doors. We'll hope and we're open. We're, we're hoping we'll open. I, I like that. A new day is born. Leave the city far behind, so cloudy and crowded. So I've looked back when I was writing the lyrics. This is the third to last line um, where it says, look back there, we'll try a new tack. 
not so much worrying and wondering. So we got the worrying and wondering, got the alliteration there, W-W-W-W. Down here, cloudy and crowded at the same point. So I think that's a good idea when you're at times, not always, don't break the rules for sure, but this is what I tend to do. I tend to, this was a words first, music second. I tend to, I tend to line up a bit of alliteration at a certain time in the song, you know, same you know, third to last line, and it gives you sort of a, a form. I think it makes the song, can make the song really strong, yeah? Uh, all these little blocks, if, they, 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 if they're strong blocks, they'll, they'll make a good building. If it turns out you join us in Hercules the bus, <laughs> that was what we called the van and say, old Hercules. As soon as my brother, who was a graphic designer at the time, gave us this big black words of Hercules, it went right across the front of the van. You couldn't miss it. It just felt like, right, this van is going to go. Anyway, it feels like you're halfway there. Uh, didn't it turn out to be the case? That's off the mic there, sorry. Um... No, it was just uh, Digger and I on on the road, as it were, and uh, on the road was a fine thing. <laughs> it was good fun. So I had the lyrics there, and I thought, well, why not? I remember sitting at my electric piano um, down in the basement. You could open the, the roller doors. We'll pull them back right now. Here we go. Roll them back, floor to ceiling. And looked out in this cool, the house was built around this massive volcanic rock, and you could look past that and see the bluff and below this dark, dark green bluff. And you could hear birds calling over there, a very small wee village. And at, at the base of the bluff, day and night, just running silently, was this beautiful stream, the Kuratau River. And there it entered into Lake Taupo, beautiful, big freshwater lake in the middle of the North Island of New Zealand. Google that, if you will. Not a bad spot, and it was pretty inspiring, to say the least, I think, sitting there. And, um, yeah, I just sort of thought, oh, I'll just write a song, shall I? What's going to happen, yeah? where the song started just came up with a little riff like that sort of um what's the word it sounds like country doesn't it sort of pastoral just sounds like what i was looking at and um gee i I think what surrounds us affects us so deeply it has a profound effect on our mood uh, what we produce uh, our memories and all that sort of thing so with that in mind, I think it's really important that we surround ourselves with um, a lot of love, uh, friendship, and um, as much peace as we can, because that'll come through loud and clear, I think, in our actions and you know what we choose to do with our life. And surrounding yourself, I'm looking around my studio at the moment, <laughs> it's got a bit of stuff in here. Might be time for a bit of a clean-up, Peter. I've got... Um, Massive, these big lights on stands. I'm going to be shooting some videos in here soon. Some video courses coming up. I've got paintings. I see a fake lemon tree. That's good. I like the fake lemon tree. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Not sure about the big bike that's behind me leaning across against the table where I just painted a seascape painting. Um, but look, in amongst all of that, there's a flying pig over there. There's, there's a lot of memories around me. 
And I think that's a good thing. Okay. Shrining up the studio. Not a bad idea. Back to the song. You know, I was just putting myself in my old... Back in the day when I wrote this and... Um, sorry, the, the memory. And I, 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 I really strongly feel that I had that riff and I just repeated it over and over again until I think, yeah, that, that's... I think I've got a song. A free, effective life Loving every minute When you run into strife, should change when you know you're in it. And then you pause and go, okay, okay, I think I've got something there. What, what was that? Um, the first note la was like the, um, okay, from there, yeah, that's where I got that. And where did I get these? They belong together like red and blue and yellow, the primary colours of Yep, the scale, the D scale. Because the chords are in there. First note, third note, fifth note, sixth note, that one, <laughs> seventh and you know ninth, and they're all of the scale. They come from that. Just join a few together and that's the colors and so like i said before um i was letting my mind wander with a pen but it's rhyming well when i was letting my fingers wander i kind of know yeah what what notes going to sound good together and i kind of know what chords are going to sound together and that's going to sound good all right so i knew ahead when i was singing a free effective life I just knew I had to go to Loving every Back to tea In fact, we'll do that again And when you run into strife You want to go to the next chord And then um, We'll sit back we just sit back And let what will happen Happen Those Nice chords, eh? Very, very straightforward chords, and I like that, so I did it again. And we'll try a new tag. Not so much worrying and wandering. And then I thought, I'll come down to there. And then you sort of sit for a minute and think, Okay, that, that's taking shape. I would, I would say that was almost like the verse and then like the midsection. Um, look, looking at the version of handwritten, or the verse, the midsection, and what probably is the chorus, is all in one section of um, continuous lines. And, and now that I'm analysing it a little bit, I can see the sections quite clearly, how they sort of um, are set out. So it's, it's interesting to me when you do that so then you go back as a songwriter and you just sort of and you just sit back and you make sure 
You've got it, and it'll happen next time you sing it. And you can sit down and you write the chords on there, B minor, yeah, good D. That's what I do anyway. And and the little notes, and I've written in lowercase. So you know, F sharp and G and F sharp, and going up and down. And I put the little note name above the syllable of what it's what I've just written so I'll quickly scroll that in there but um, man you want to see my first draft talk about absolute chicken scroll that's just the way it is just to get it down because you're on your way and we're on the way um, I know and if you choose to follow me we'll be as happy as can be that's it alright anyway it feels like could have gone anyway it feels like but I went C G with a counter bass I really like this counter bass as a basses I'm discovering because we do a G chord you expect to hear boom with that but using that as a bass note it's going somewhere just that sense of moving along which is what i wanted the song to do it's it's about moving along isn't it so the the music sort of yeah marries right in there with the words it's it's a like a little traveling song i guess of old is in a way um probably work finger picking i guess on the guitar but anyway it feels like you're halfway which brings us back to the riff yeah There's a recording of this song. I actually wanted to find it for this episode. Had a bit of a look around a couple of boxes, but um, it'll be there one day. I'll dig it up. But uh, for this episode, I'm, I'm happy to have sung it. It was really nice feeling, just sort of uh, getting me in there, rediscovering it. Dude, we had some fun, Paul and I. I tell you, <laughs> I remember going out and playing a bit of tennis and. Uh, Paul missed the ball at one stage and landed on the, with his jaw. Must have a very you got a strong jaw digger because he hit the asphalt and uh, I think put a dent in the tennis court and you know, just carried on. We probably could have gone off the hospital had that looked at, but no, back home for a bit of bourbon and <laughs> see how it went. Maybe a bit of trout. That was some beautiful trout. Um, the memory of catching a fish came to me really clearly today. Um, had a busy day, I tell you, but. You know, the life of a songwriter, sort of imagine of, you know, sitting back with a slippers on at the piano all day. Look, nah, it's all over the shop for me. I, I went to the dump today with a whole lot of rubbish and, you know, in the boot and mowed the lawns unexpectedly. Um, and then, yeah, just painted a picture. And here I am doing a podcast. It's the variety is the key, isn't it? I was, I was outdoors and I was looking about to mow the lawns, about to shatter the piece with this lawnmower, and I <laughs> didn't feel too good about that. But um, this image of catching this trout, uh, Paul and I, and, 
Actually, our, our old drummer Earl was with us, leading the way with the, the fly fishing. We'd walk, we're walking up the Tongariro River one beautiful, you know, crisp early morning. And it was later in the morning. We hadn't caught much. And we were on this beautiful pool called, I think it was called the Cattle Rustler's Pool. Very un-Kiwi un sort of name, isn't it? Cattle Rustler. <laughs> anyway, maybe the cattles were rustling the cattle, the cattles, the cows were rustling in the field or something. But the river's going by. I remember Paul and Earl dipping upstream just a little bit. And I thought, I'll just hang around one more cast in here. And, oh, hey, hey I've, I've got one. Cool. All right, brought it in quietly. And it was a beautiful brown trout. And most of the trout in Tapo are rainbows, but there's also a race of magnificent brown trout in there. This wasn't overly big, but beautifully proportioned, and and it became dinner. But it was uh, just the the, the way the sun was hitting the water, and it it wouldn't have mattered if I hadn't caught a fish at all. Just, 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 you know, the three of us were there. Beautiful sound of the, the river just chuckling by, and... Just casting that fly line back and forward. It just, it's like a meditative, meditative, meditative <laughs> meditation. That's what I'm trying to say there, not too successfully. So the fishing was good. The songwriting was good. It was all good. It wasn't a digger. It was fun. We eventually found ourselves a gig where the doors we were hoping would open. I remember um, we dropped a... a, a demo tape off at this place called Wairaka Resort as our last stop of the evening. We're a bit down. It was raining and we hadn't found any likely gigs in the town of Taupo, the big town at the north end of the lake. We'd driven around there with our demos hoping to find a, a gig and there was nothing. I thought, oh, something, a little voice said in my mind, check out Wairaka Resort, Peter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, hang on. I think it's just north of, of town here, Digger. We're going, we'll just drive a bit further into the night and all right. And, and we did. We drove in there, chucked it across the desk. Yeah, okay, good. Yep, thank you very much, guys. See ya. Okay, bye. Went home with our tail between our legs, thinking, well, that didn't go so well. Drive home and had some dinner, went to bed, probably played a bit of darts. Anyway, next morning, early, the phone went. Hello, um, someone from. Wairaka Resort here. Um, is that Pete Pascoe? Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to your demo tape. And, oh, that's brilliant. As good as, yeah, as good as it sounds? I said, ha! Oh, we're better than that, I said. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all keen to play, I tell you. And uh, so we, we ended up getting a gig, and um, it was pretty good fun. One of the early ones was, it was a circus evening for... Uh, a bunch of business people. They had a theme going on. It was, it was dinner, and nobody wanted to get dressed up that worked there in this lion suit and gorilla suit. And uh, remember, the the boss came up and said, "Look, would you guys do it? We're on a break. What? what? Get into these suits here. Look, look, we got a gorilla suit and a lion suit. Just liven them up a bit, would you? Do? <laughs> yeah, sure, no worries. So we went off to the hotel room, got changed. Paul was all right. He had this very gorilla, gorillish, gorilla-ish. I mean, good night, man. Like a gorilla outfit. Looked really great. He looked really cool. All right. Put my outfit on. Oh, it's just slinky, a satin lion. And oh dear, we're doing this. We're doing this. Okay. So now, what we're going to do, Paul, is when I go in there, wherever I go, you chase me, all right? Okay. 
So we raced in the door and it was, it was a riot for like five minutes. I went up on the table, under the table, was sitting in people's lap and Paul's chasing me around. He's jumping, he's clapping his feet together. Very athletic, Paul. And uh, it was hilarious. We, did we liven up the place? Yes, we did. And then before they knew what was going on, we'd run back out the door and gone. Quickly got changed and up there back into making the music happen. And these people had no idea that it was us. It's interesting, isn't it, when you can uh, put on a on, on a costume of some description, a mask even, and, and you can just instantly relax and play. I think it gets you out of yourself. And I think that happens. It does happen as a performer and as a songwriter. Put myself in a gorilla suit. <laughs> Line suit. No, just like, just some sort of different sort of a state and um, it's kind of like a a can-do state I would say absolutely you you do it you do write a song with intention and the intention is to absolute just enjoy the process yeah not certainly not worry about making any mistakes at all in fact kind of almost welcome them occasional ones because they can take us somewhere unexpected and I I think that's a big part of it it's like being prepared being prepared to sort of jump in the car and just just go for a wander not quite sure where you're going to go what's the worst thing that's going to happen might get lost for a while (laughs) might find a nice new river a beach might find a song and you sort of let your fingers wander on the keys what I'm doing now thinking about that river at Curitown good days good times great times fantastic times and now I've got a song halfway there and um, I hope you've enjoyed the song Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you enjoyed hearing about where Halfway There came from. I hope it gave you a sense of the feeling of what, what it was like to be there um, and to write the song. And You know, it's just, just another song along the way, 249. I mean, it's up to about 800 now or something. And I'm absolutely going to be doing some albums of songs featured on the podcast. I've decided this. And I've uh, been working on some sheet music this week, some notation, and that'll be up online soon too. So I'm busy, I tell you. I'm loving it all. You can check out my blog if you like. I'd love that. Um, check out the painting, today's painting. What was it? Turning around. Uh, Derby Beach in Wilson's Prom. There's a path, sandy path. I was walking along the daughter and it was leading to the, the bay, the beach. And... Uh, it was um, nice to be out in the outdoors. I do enjoy that. Enjoy being at the piano too, I tell you. Love and doing the podcast. Okay, thanks so much for joining me again this week. Hope you've enjoyed it. Looking forward to next week already. Have a fantastic week, won't you? All right, ciao. This is Pete Pasco signing out. Bye-bye. And it feels like Halfway